We're Not Dead, a podcast about a story of survival. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of We're Not Dead. I'm your host, Britt, and with me this week is Greg Miller. Hey, Britt, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Greg Miller? I'm good. I'll do my best not to ruin the show this week with crappy microphones. We don't want to do that, right? No, I figured the first one we were, we, you know, we're not going to post that first episode. So that was where I was going to work out the kinks and make. This is the real first impression we need to make on people. Absolutely, we actually got people um, calling, offering to. I mean, sending emails offering to buy you a new microphone. I know it was very depressing when the creators of We're Alive emailed me and like, so hey, yeah, I love the show, but I was wondering if you wanted us to send a microphone. <laughs> Like, yeah, I should have done probably at least one test record with that microphone. Oh, that's okay. But now, now I'm using a rock band microphone, and this has gotten me plenty of good trophies on my PS3, so I'm, sh- I'm all set. I'm sure this So this, this, will, this will be a platinum this, right here. This is the A platinum one. podcast right here. And we should introduce our very special guest, Michael Cross, is which I'm going to refer to him as the entire podcast, <laughs> or Jim, Glee- Jim Gleason. Hello. The, the voice of Michael Cross. How are yes. you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. Yeah. Down here in Los Angeles. It's good. So what's right, new with you, bud? All right, Jim, talk for an extended period of time about anything okay. you want to. Because we, we're, we're going to totally imagine you as Michael right now. Not to, like, creep you out or anything, but it's just... <laughs> uh, I'm very creeped out. Um, <laughs> well, uh, why don't I tell a little story about how I came to the project? How about that? That would be brilliant. God, is that weird? Oh I told God, you. Is that weird? The first oh. time I talked to, I see, I just about called you Michael. First time I talked to Jim, <laughs> I was like, "Hi, this is Britt from We're Not Dead." Oh my God, this is so weird. I just kind of take the entire call seriously. Well, uh, you can call me Michael if if you feel more comfortable okay. doing that, Brittany. Okay. That's fine. Okay, Greg, good. you can just call me Jim. That's that's. I'll, I'll call you Mr. Gleason. I'll call you, I don't right. want to screw with you. <laughs> I've, I've heard about what you can do to people and zombies, so don't worry about it. That's... All that army training. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, yeah, please, so, Jim, tell, tell us how you came to be on World Alive. Yeah, well, my my friend Claire, who actually plays uh, Riley, had just moved to the states and didn't have a car, and she uh, she want she needed a ride for this aud- for this uh, audition that she had. Because it was like an hour away. It was down in Orange County, California, which is about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour from where, you know, from Los Angeles. So I said, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take you down there for your audition. Because she, she's super big into voice work and, and, and uh, voiceover work. That's the, the, she's an actress as well, but she does a ton of voice work. So she needed a ride. So I went down with her to, to Orange. And, uh, and while I was there, they said, hey, do you want to you read? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to read. Because... Mostly what I do is on-camera television acting. Mm. And, uh, so, like, what have you so, been in? Can you kind of give us a sneak or an inside scoop? Yes. It's not really an inside scoop because it's actually on the worldwide interweb. So oh, everyone okay. everyone has the scoop. But um, I've been on shows like West Wing, Cold Case, Brothers and Sisters, Criminal Minds. I was just on Big Love the other night. Um uh, a ton of episodic television, uh, mostly single episode stuff, but some, but some shows I've been lucky enough to be on for multiple episodes, which is which is great. I, I enjoyed um, you in the Mikado Project, where you played white guy <laughs> in a suit. 
white guy in suit. Yeah, that was a little independent feature film, and it was actually it's actually the Mikado, which is a very famous oh, uh, musical by Gilbert and Sullivan. So you need to get your theater history up to date. I'm too busy listening to zombie podcasts. I'm sorry, I, I have no time for anything other audio form. We're losing all our credentials, dude. Way to go! I know I lost right. that Gilbert and Sullivan vote for us. I'm sorry. Street, your your uh, your uh, turn of the century street cred is just plummeting. So um, not this century, but the previous century. Um, so anyway, so, so they said, uh, you want to read? I was like, yeah, they go, why don't you read for Michael? So I read for Michael and, uh, and, uh, they did what I call recognize the brilliance. And then, ah. uh, right. And then, uh, so they said, they called and said, yeah, we'd like you to play Michael. I was like, cool. So you landed and the lead role of this thing without even planning on auditioning for it. Pretty much. Bingo. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what's it so been like re- since then? I mean, how, like, did did you record a lot of it right away, or just a little bit? I think we did what we normally do now, which is we recorded two episodes. And as you know, as a fan of the show, or for those the for those of you who are new to the show, an episode consists of three chapters. Oh no, wait, a chapter is three episodes. A chapter is three episodes. <laughs> so we did two chapters. You lost all your street cred. Yeah, I know. Me, Gleason. You know Michael what? Cross, I'm just gonna, what kind of sergeant are you? going to quit. I'm going to quit. Greg, you want to play Michael from now on? Would you like Sounds to do good. That? What's up, pigs? Let's step- go to the bedroom. <laughs> I'm stepping down. <laughs> Let me get that wood out of your foot. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, um, so we did like two chapters. Um, I think that's how the divisions are. Um, but anyway, two full scripts, which are divided into three segments, which you, when you tune in, when you, when you listen on Mondays, you know, you get a, a little 20-minute segment, and then that's, we did six of those. So, originally what we did was, we got the script in advance, and we read through the script, and then you show up, and we actually did a sit-down, let's everybody read through the entire script, mm-hmm. before we went in to record. And that was because it was, I guess, because it was new. Um, but very quickly thereafter, Casey and Shane realized, you know, if we do this for every episode, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> so now what they do is they just send us two full scripts. You read through them. You get there. They have printed out scripts for you. So you know what the story is when you're going in. And by this time, you know, we're in the second season. So you pretty much know who you are. And you know what your relationships with the different characters are. So, and then when you read through it once, you kind of hear it out loud because you know the other actors as well. So we just go in there. Uh, what we, what we, The facility we use is down at Chapman University in KC uses their Foley room. And for those of you who don't know, Foley is, is, the, is a term for sound design where they make special effects in sound. Like if you're watching a movie and there's a big fight scene, you hear these big whacks, you know, where people are punching each other. Mm-hmm. Well, that whack that you hear is actually a sound effect. And so they'll record it in a, in a Foley studio like the one we use. You, st- you guys still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're just really engrossed. Yeah. There so long. <laughs> I don't trust the Skype. I don't trust the <laughs> content. They're like, I'll be talking for 45 minutes and I'll go, so what do you think, guys? Cricket, 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 you know? So I just want to check in with you every once in a while. That's okay. So we use the Foley stage down at Chapman University. So we'll get there and they'll say, okay, here's the scripts. Just We need these actors in there. So you all go in there and they've got these music stands and the microphone's all set up. And we stand around in a big circle facing each other. And we have our scripts on these on these music stands. You may have seen photographs. Of I would say I've in. seen yeah videos of this, like on the YouTube channel and whatnot. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So um so we'll go and we will just start reading, and then um if 
and Casey is in the booth. He's listening and he's recording. And if there's something that he hears that didn't work or it doesn't doesn't match what he hears, he'll stop and you know say, okay, he'll give us some direction and then we'll go forward. That's so what's that, cool. Yeah, what's that like for you? I mean, do you do you like that? I mean, this is something you know not typically your thing. You're more of a you know on camera personality. Is this something cool? Do you I mean you enjoy this kind of work? Yeah, it's a blast. I and I when I when I um. When I take the script and I break it down, it's still the same process mm-hmm. uh, of breaking it down. What's kind of nice about it is you don't have to memorize any lines. It's all right there. And then if you make a mistake, you, you know, and this is like like film and TV too, except with film and TV, the budgets are a lot higher, so you don't <laughs> want to make mistakes. But um, but in, in this process, because we have, you know, there's it's all digital and we have the space reserved, you can really take your time until it comes out exactly the way that KC wants it and um and yeah and it's great but but the, the process of breaking it down from moment to moment is the same as if i had any role in a television show or in a movie or something like that so when i when i watch some videos of you guys acting your scripts out i see a lot of the actors get like really into it like they're doing like full-on motions and they're like shuffling mm-hmm. across a little area do you do any of that when you're recording do you find yourself getting like so into it that you're acting out what you're supposed to be doing to a degree uh not so much like running around <laughs> But just like, a, you know, my heritage is Irish, so I can't really claim it. But if I were Italian, then it's just like talking with your hands, you know. <laughs> people do that. You know, people do that. Right. Do you ever fire uh, a so, gum to really get yourself in the <laughs> To give you, like, a gum prop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But once I spent some time in jail, I decided not to do that. The dark days. The dark days of Jim Gleason. They were dark. <laughs> so do you, do you know how the story is going to progress? No. Awesome. We... I'm as in the dark as any other fan who says, like, uh, I did take a peek at the the, uh, the We Were Live forum, mm-hmm. and I saw some of the questions that some of the fans had asked. I don't remember exactly what all of them were, but mm-hmm. you remember one that was like, oh, Mr. Gleason, which is awesome to be called that. Oh, Mr. Gleason, can you please tell us what happened to Michael when he was separated from, you know. We got have, so and, many emails about that. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I have no clue. And I even went to Casey. I said, "Casey, I pulled him aside. Casey, listen, um, you know, as Michael, I would know this, so you should probably tell me. Oh. I won't tell anybody else." You're just trying like, to get the nah. inside scoop. I see what you're trying to do there. Thanks for your support, Brittany. I couldn't. <laughs> hey, if we can't know. You can't know. It. You don't need to know, Jim. Your character oh. knows. Your character knows. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm Michael Cross. Damn it! <laughs> I should know. I should be told these things. I was supposed to have lived it. Which, I, honestly, from, a, from an actor's standpoint, mm-hmm. I really do think that I should know that because Michael would know that. It'd be a secret that Michael's keeping. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if ever asked questions about that, which in one episode I was, I was like, so what happened? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, the way that I say I don't want to talk about it is going to be directly affected by exactly what happened. So for him not to tell me is he's... I think Casey's gone a little power hungry. Um, mm. He needs to stop it. One right he needs to quit it. Okay, I'll send him an email and, hope, and fix that right away for you, bud. I'll take care Casey, of it. Casey, I hope you listen to this, and I hope you get off your tukus, <laughs> that's an Italian word, and tell me what the hell went on, damn it. Yeah. We'll, start a, we'll start a letter writing campaign for you. We will. We'll get a Thank Yeah. <laughs> we'll make this happen for you. Sweet. Yes. So, well, Jim, in really your opinion, how important is it that you guys are all there together to bounce lines off each other? It helps a lot. Um, it, I'll tell you what. It's funny. It's it's a really great question, Greg. Uh, Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys later. That was my contribution for this week's episode. Oh, <laughs> you got a, a real high bar that was set here, so you got to come with something good. Okay. But um, 
Because I've done both, obviously. Um, there have been times when I've had a scheduling conflict and I've had to go in and just lay my stuff down. Mm-hmm. And there have been times when, um, and other actors as well, you know, they're not there, but we're recording because they've got a conflict. And then they come in and they record their stuff at a different time. Having done both, as an actor, I much prefer to have the other actors there because there's something, you know, uh, natural and electric about communicating with someone that's really there. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, uh, but I can, and then usually what happens is if I'm by myself, they, Shane will step in or one of the other producers or maybe, maybe, uh, Grayson will step in and, and read opposite you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit different, but then when I listen to the finished product, I don't see, I don't hear a difference and I was there, so I, I can tell, oh, and I really don't hear a difference. So while I prefer to have it, I don't think the performance suffers if I don't. Which is interesting. Now, can you mod? Do you have any say over the script itself? Because you are Michael, you are this character, and you know him. I mean, obviously, Casey knows him more because he knows secrets that you don't know about your character. But Hello. do you or do you have that power, Mister Gleason, to go up to Casey and say, <laughs> "Hey, you know, <laughs> I think this would make much more sense than this." Uh, I don't know. I've never had cause to do so. Oh. Um, you need to use your power. Thing, I know. I should wield a, a, a mighty sword or something. <laughs> um, but um, but Casey is such a good writer that uh, that's never really come into question. Mm. The only thing that I that I did do recently by myself internally mm-hmm. is change my attitude a bit toward Pegs and her amorous advances <laughs> and my my reaction to them. Like originally. Um, after listening to some of the earlier episodes, I felt like Michael was a little too little too distraught and a little weak mm-hmm. in his reactions, in my reactions to, to Peg's, you know, Advances. Uh, overt. Yes. Right. And they are pretty overt. Um, You're a chick magnet. you got to accept and, and, it. Oh, it's the cross I bear. Gregory, it's the cross it's, I bear. It's, that, it's those velvet <laughs> but, um, vocals. That's what gets all the women, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so, uh, so I changed it. I, I just, I just came from a, a little bit stronger place. Still, still the same within the same framework of the of the story, but not so like, oh my god, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Sure. I get it. Yeah. We're men. We understand. Yeah. Brittany has no idea. We. I, Brittany doesn't. No. Care. Someone I, who has to turn down, you know, overt advances all the time. Right. She's cute. I saw her picture. Oh yeah. god. Well, um, uh, we have a fan question here from the K train, and he wants to know what your inspiration was for voice acting. Can I give out a shout out to K train? What's up, K train? What up? Choo-choo. Um, All aboard! What up? Uh, right. My inspiration for voice acting—that's interesting. Um, you know, I this whole project came about because Shane's Shane Salk, who plays Angel and is one of the producers. Uh, had a had a deep love for for the old audio dramas uh, on, in the days of radio, and I remember hearing recordings of that stuff. I'm too old. I'm, I'm too young <laughs> to have been around. But my dad was, you know, my dad used to talk about listening to the radio and like they'd sit around the radio and stare at the radio, mm-hmm. which did nothing, um, and listen to those old radio dramas. So so I've I've listened to a few and I found them really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really the theater of the mind. So. That being said, I never set out to be in audio drama per se. Um, I'm an actor, and then I, as 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 you heard in the story I just told, I sort of stumbled into it. Luckily, 
um, because it's really a fun. I love uh, having like I have a, a copy of the first you know the first season on CD and I and I I went back and I listened to it you know stem to stern and I was like this is a really good show <laughs> I was I was like so proud to be part of the show because it really is excellent and it's all due I think to Casey and Shane mm-hmm. so um, K Train and I, I, my my lame ass answer to your question <laughs> is. I never really had a, a burning desire to be in audio drama, but now that I'm in it, I really love it. Yeah, that's really cool. I think, and actually, we have another question from um, John. Well, oh, it's not so much name. A, Come on, we're following his, his name is John. John. I know it's kind of a no, boner it's kill. Not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's more it's of not a his comment. Algernon or something. He's making that up. He um, thinks your voice is perfect for audio dramas, and he wants to know if you would be interested in doing a different one that has a theme such as love or romance with your suave voice. Well, yeah. uh, Brittany, I think I would. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be excellent. Who do you know, Brittany, that I could star opposite? Do you have any suggestions or... Suggestions for what? Yeah. For who my co-star would be in such a, an I think Greg drama. Miller would be. Damn cool. right, it's Greg Miller. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Greggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, give us your give Game us your o- woman voice. We need this right now. Game over, Greg. Hey, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the man of a thousand voices. No, I would. To answer that question, uh, John, if that's your real name, um, <laughs> I would be happy to be involved in another audio drama, be it. Um, uh, it doesn't have to be an action-based or, or horror-based or sci-fi. I, I would love to be in sort of a standard audio drama, any kind of audio drama. It's just a blast. Okay, sorry, Skype error. You guys cut out. But okay, we can edit that part out. All right. It's a so, blast. It was a blast. That was the answer. For it's you. a blast, yeah. I would be involved in any any audio drama from this point forward. I, I love it. That's awesome. Um, and so now that this is a cooler name, Mr. Unix. There we go. That's a lot better than John. Come on, John. He Step wants to know if you as an actor find the format and production methods enjoyable, but more so, do you see a future for audio dramas? Do you see them progressing in popularity? Wow. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what was the first part of the question? Did I enjoy the format? And the production methods. We kind of covered that earlier. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a blast. I mean, uh, the, as far as the production methods go, I really don't have anything to do with that. I just go and I and I you know do the voice acting. That's one of the things that I think the strong suit of, of We Are Live is that Casey and Shane do such a great, amazing job with the with the uh, sound effects and with um, all of the other stuff that create in your mind with the, the visuals of what's mm-hmm. going on. And I honestly think that the score is brilliant. Oh, totally. I just love the music. Oh yeah. I think it's great. So, um, as far as the production of it goes, I don't. I have a, a, just a small part in that. I'm one of many very talented actors. Um, so that's the answer to the first part of the question. The second part of the question: Do I see a future for uh, audio drama? I don't know. I, you, you know, it's it's funny. I, I make this lament uh, from time to time, but uh, I come from a different age than you two <laughs> children who are still wet behind the ears <laughs> when television had. Television had essentially five channels. There was ABC, NBC, and CBS, and then there was the public broadcast system, which is the PBS station. Supported by viewers like you. Right, (laughs) exactly. And um, and then there was there. It was usually like an independent station that would play all this sort of 
retread stuff and these schlocky horror movies and Godzilla pictures and stuff like that on Sundays. And so there were five channels. And when there were just five channels, television was much more important. Like, when I was a kid, Happy Days was on it on Tuesday nights in the first half hour of prime time. Everybody on Wednesday morning was talking about what the Fonz did the next day. And that doesn't exist anymore. It really doesn't. And there's a, there's a collective consciousness that is kind of lost. So there's so many different venues for uh, for entertainment. It's so splintered and so fractured. Um, can an audio drama movement survive? I don't know. I do know that I'm super happy and super surprised by the... the, the uh, the, the thousands of viewers that we have, tens of thousands of viewers that we, I say viewers, <laughs> listeners, that we, look at me. I'm ruining the whole you're, audio drama. You're ruining this podcast, Jim. It's, I know. It's awful. Don't worry, I'll do that. Um, I'll but do the that. listeners that we that. have. That's my role here, Jim, all right? Don't step on my toes. I don't come in and play Michael. Don't you come ruin my show. I get to ruin it. I, I, I graciously right, defer yeah. to you, Greg. Um, but uh, for, we have listeners all over the world. Like, I'll get friend requests on Facebook from people from, like, Sweden <laughs> and, and, uh, and England. And, you know, and uh, according to, uh, to KC, we're huge in South America. So <laughs> That's awesome. I, I guess, who, who knew? So I guess there is a future for, for audio drama on some level. Especially, you know, with, I, like, iTunes and Dune and all these things. You know, and... There's so many, like, new podcasts. I mean, some are great, some are kind of, you know, shitty. But, I mean, I think, like, the whole podcast thing <laughs> and the whole audio drama, when you know when you know how to market it, right, I think it can really blow up. I mean, look at you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for, I would love for to me, s- I'm surprised that in a way that there's a present, right? Like, before I started listening to War Live, I didn't really realize this kind of content was out there on iTunes. And since then, I've gone out and actively looked for it. So I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting to sit mm-hmm. down, especially when I try to when I try to explain the show to somebody who has no idea what I'm talking about. It, there's that initial thing where I have to say it's a radio drama, like War of the Worlds, just to give them some kind of frame of reference for what it is, because I think it's so foreign for most people right. nowadays. Mm-hmm. I would think now the availability of like you know me and my friends used to do dumb radio shows on a cassette tape recorder in their you know house <laughs> sleepovers. Now the fact that you can do that and actually post it online and actually find someone who'd want to watch that or listen to it now I'm ruining it. Yeah, you know, I think for sure there's a future here. I think that as uh, iTunes and that kind of you know user-generated marketplace gets going, I, I definitely think you'll see more. And I'll tell you what, I think that uh, if you're in a in a market or a city where you're in your car a lot, then there's the opportunity for 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 that sort of fandom to grow. Like here in LA, if you've seen the movie Clueless, when the, when the guys I can quote that movie. So you know when her dad says, it only takes half an hour. It takes half an hour to get everywhere in L.A. Well, yes. it does. Whether you go into the 7-Eleven or whether you go into the airport, it takes, and usually it takes And exactly, anywhere. it was 20 minutes. The movie quote was 20 minutes. I'll just correct you right now. Ooh. Well, <sighs> well, I've only seen it a couple times, and you're much more the demographic for that. You're the target. <laughs> much yeah. more so than me. Touche. But I think it's an excellent movie. But I digress. Oh. So, um, so if you're in a market like LA where you're in your car a lot, um, yeah, it's a great thing. That's what I did when I listened to mine. I didn't listen to it at the house. I uh, I listened to season one when I had my, got my CDs. I listened to season one in my car. It was mm-hmm. a blast. All the commuting. 
Um, and so kind of on this note, we have a somewhat cooler name, Wicked Sid. Yeah, Wicked Sid. Yeah, Wicked Sid. Um, he wants to know if you thought the podcast would ever attain the popularity that it has. No clue. I had zero clue. No clue. No. I just thought it would be something cool and fun to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in my experience, when you go into a project and you do it for its own sake and you enjoy it, and provided, of course, that the people involved have a level of talent, um, it takes off. It takes off. I, real so brief, you're, you're saying if Greg and I were to be cast members on this, it wouldn't have gone anywhere? Uh, yeah, it would have. It, it, right into the okay. uh, file 13, the circular file, or the waste Oh, come basket. on. ba 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 Better be careful what you say, Jim Gleason. I've already, I've already recorded my lines for my part in We're Alive. I can, I can I sink your whole operation. That. You oh, better do well. Oh, I, I nailed yeah. it. I nailed it. You better do well or it's game over, Greggy. Um, hey, Casey. Oh, I see what you did there. Casey, game. where's my part? Huh? <laughs> no, no. See, now, now I negotiated my part before, I, before we started the podcast. So now that we've done that, you can't do it. We can't be two <laughs> actors who are on there. Now you have a special guest every week. You have Greg Miller from More Alive. Brittany, all you gotta oh, do God. is all you gotta do is <laughs> ask Casey. He's a pushover. He'll put you on the show. Well, I'd be I'd be totally I, happy doing like a screaming death scene. I don't even care at this point. And after listening to both of you on the first um, "We're Not Dead" podcast, one of the things that I found entertaining about it is you're both so comfortable. And so I think that uh, will, would lend itself well to you doing a little role in, and we're a big role in, in "We're Alive" at some point. See, so, I have Michael freaking Cross on my side. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. We'll, see, we'll, see what happens. we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm equally as big a part of the show now, so I don't know. We'll, whatever. I'll, I'll, Your I'll ego is out. Whatever, Greg Miller. <laughs> I'm going to kick you off this podcast. <laughs> I made enough money off that appearance to buy this rock band microphone. Uh, well, let, let, me get, let me get back to answering that question. I had no idea it was going to be as, as popular as it is. Um, but I think that, that the, um, the passion of Casey and Shane and and the talent that they have, and and then the talent of all the actors that are involved, um, you know, it makes for a good thing. And if people hear and find a good thing, they tell the friends, and then boom, there you go. Right. When I did an interview with Casey and Shane um, a while ago, they said that, you know, it started out pretty slow, but they knew they had something really good there. So... It took, I can't remember how long they said it, but several months before it started picking up speed, and now you guys have over 2 million downloads, and I'm sure that's grown substantially since the last time they updated us with the download count. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, okay, so it's getting popular, obviously. You're doing all right. You're doing yeah. okay. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you're okay. 2 million, eh, whatever. But the thing, <laughs> would you like to see We're Alive, like, transcribed to a movie? Yes. Or, like, I, you would? Okay. I would love to see it um, done as an animated feature because I could still be involved. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think I'm a little too old, really, to play Michael um, uh, on but screen. But you're not 27. No, I'm just I'm not 27. But okay. then I told that I think I said that to Shane, or I said that to Casey, and I said, "No, we can just make him older." I was like, "You're doing all right, Ben." Come in. Yeah. I'm all about that. We're still alive 20 years later. Right. That can be what it is. We're, we're alive with walkers and um, Geritol, <laughs> but we're still alive. No, um, no, but, uh, but an animated feature, obviously, I could very easily play the role. In fact, they could just take the series and edit it as it already exists and animate it, and boom, instant movie. Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be great. I don't, I don't know what Casey's whole stand on it is, mm-hmm. but... I think it needs to happen. That's another petition we need to make. 
I was gonna say, like, I'm sure KC is the one holding it back. No, no, I don't. You can't animate this. You can't get it to more oh, people and make bad. it more popular. Sorry. Oh, success. I only want to be on iTunes series. for free. Thank you very much. Right. How, how are the ads coming in for the aquarium place? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh God, I think it would be awesome. I think totally. It needs yeah, that'd be amazing. And clearly, our opinions mean everything when it comes to real life. Right, and I'll tell you, it's funny because every time a fan, uh, I, I see a posting of a fan, I see every time, very often in fan posts, they'll say, I love this episode, blah, 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 when are they going to, when can I see the movie, or yep. when can I, they, they, so the, 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 um, the enthusiasm from the fan standpoint is out there, so it would justify making some sort of a show. Yeah, I don't think Absolutely. I've ever recommended the show to somebody, like, personally, obviously I recommend it on podcast and Twitter, and I don't know how that goes. But if I if I recommended somebody personally, I've never heard them come back and be like, "Yeah, it wasn't my thing." Usually, it's, "Oh my no. god, I started listening and I sat down." And, I'm you know, addicted. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. <clears throat> so, Jim, you know, are you a zombie fan? Like in general, obviously that kind of sounds like a dumb question, but I mean, are you a zombie nerd? Like, did you grow up loving zombies, or it's just kind of something like, eh? eh. Well, first of all, Brittany, there are no dumb questions. There's just dumb people who ask questions. So let's just get <sighs> this straight. <sighs> Um, Michael Cross. But <laughs> I hope your other arm gets broken. <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't necessarily a, a, a wacky zombie file. Um, I enjoyed uh, the original George Romero, Night of the Living Dead, and um, and you know, the, yeah, no, it's just a great movie. Um, and then um, you know, the sequels and stuff that were spawned from that. The whole I, I can I, I can watch a zombie movie. I can enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed uh, 28 Days Later very much and its sequel. And uh, so, so uh, while I don't have you know a uh, you know a zombie screen uh, screensaver on my computer, and I don't have zombies you know d- decor in my house. You're losing your cred. You're losing your cred. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, listen, I kill zombies, so why would I love zombies? You're crazy. Michael you? kills zombies. Duh, and. Why did you Not ask Jim to Gleason. interview me? You asked to interview me because I am Michael. So get, get <laughs> Whatever, Jim Gleason. Oh! Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just won that one. That's okay. <laughs> There'll be many more. Thank you. So I think we've interrogated you quite enough. Ow. Unless you'd like to talk more about yourself, which you're more than welcome to. Uh, Would you like to talk about your favorite food? Uh, someone asked me the other day, what's your favorite food? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, I the like... answer is hot wings, Jim Gleason. Exactly. Where are you? <laughs> Good lord! No, it's not hot wings. It's really not. Oh, you're crazy! I don't like to get the stuff all over my hands. No. If we ever meet up, we Greg and I are buying you hot wings, and we'll eat them together. And no, we'll, we'll eat your share if you don't want them. Yeah, totally. Well, we might <laughs> fight over them, but we'll eat them. Doesn't surprise me. Now, you you guys are in Seattle, right? I'm in Seattle. I'm in San Francisco. Okay. Oh, you're in San Francisco. Okay, because I have um. A whole slew of Gleason cousins that live in Seattle. Uh-oh. And I've been up to visit them in the past, so... Uh-oh. Be careful what you wish for there, Brombacher. Uh, it could come back to haunt you. Wing zone. All right. <laughs> this could be a good thing. Um, um, do I want to talk about myself? Uh, no, we already talked about what I do in film and television and, okay. and that kind of we stuff. We know your oh, life. I, your life's I, I, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of background. I grew up in New Orleans. Uh, in the New Orleans area, actually. Uh, I studied theater at Tulane, and I lived in New Orleans for about 10 years after I graduated college, and I worked in the film and television industry there, which was 
actually a very small community, and then um, moved out here to Los Angeles about 13 years ago. And now New Orleans is the third largest film and television producing market in the country. Um, uh -huh. So they're, they're really booming back there. All because of you, right? You brought them that cred. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's getting into that cred back. Yay. Cool. Well, this is Jim Gleason, Michael Cross. We know all about him now. And so hopefully now the series won't be too weird for me. You know? Every time I hear Michael, it's like Jim, but it's Michael. <laughs> I just ruined the whole show for you. You just ruined everything. I Way know. Way to go. There you I'm go. sorry. All right. Forgive me. <laughs> so um, we can move on, and Jim has decided to stay with us through the entire podcast, which makes him awesome. And yes. since we don't really have any new material to talk about... The show's as, over! <laughs> show's over! <laughs> Thanks for staying on those 15 extra seconds. I was talking about We're Alive material, you asked. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. By the way, that's my favorite expression, asshat. It's the best. Oh my god, isn't it great? Yes. Because when you call people an asshat, they don't know how to react to it. <laughs> they have no clue. They just stop and they stare at you like, what did you just call me? They try to comprehend I, what an asshat I, I is. I don't even know if I was insulted. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> is that a compliment? <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyway, Greg and I are running a contest, and it's Enter Your Best Zombie Growl contest. And um, I think we're going to run it for a few more weeks. I think that's what we decided on. Because we've only received three entries. Oh, man. <laughs> Off to the races on this one. <laughs> what, what's there, the prize? What's the prize? You the, submit a zombie girl. What could you get, Brittany? You could get a cameo in a future oh. episode of We're Alive. Oh, my How goodness. cool is that? Can and I you might even it? get shot by Jim Gleason. Yeah. Which would be amazing. Yes. Um, so we are going. I'm going to play a few, and you guys can hear them on Skype. And we can talk about them. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. All right. The first one comes from Matt. Okay, so that. <laughs> now keep in mind, I'm gonna laugh at most of these, and it's not me being offensive. I'm, I'm happy you tried. I'm glad you're entering our contest. <laughs> so it was good. That zombie sounds happy into it. He's like, ah, oh, somebody's walking yeah. by. I'm gonna sit down. It's okay. He just like woke up and he's like, uh, yeah. not worth it. I'm not gonna catch that okay. guy. Okay, so let me get the second one up and running because the program that I used to run this decided to crap out on me. Oh, okay. so now me and we gotta, I'm, me and Jim gotta fill time. Nope, I'm already on it. Okay. We don't need to. Look at that okay. conversation about filling right. time. Fill time. <laughs> so this next one's for Matt again. <laughs> Wait, was it the same Matt? Yeah, same Wait, Matt. so we have three entries and there two of them are from the <laughs> no, same person? No, 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 no. Three different people oh, Matt okay. just submitted. <laughs> that's, that's a bit more respectable. Um, that was good. Well, I, I mean, I would suggest more um, snarling, maybe. More rabbit. Well, it, started off, it started off very similar to the first one, but then gained a little steam. Like, I don't think I will. Well, maybe I want to get you now. I'm not really sure, but I'm leaning in that direction. That's kind of what I heard. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of what I sound like in the morning. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, this next one comes from April. <laughs> she starts off as a zombie, and then some kind of space ray hits her and turns her back into a human girl at the end. <laughs> Well, it sounded like she double-tracked it, so that's... I give her style points okay, just for double-tracking. I'm gonna hear it again. Ah, 
See, the first track is a bit higher in pitch, and the second track is lower in pitch. It starts with the first track, then the second track comes in, then the higher pitch drops out, and you're left with the lower track. So I found that interesting. That. I like April. Audio engineer, Jim Gleason. Exactly. Yeah, and our final entry comes from Neil. Well, I liked I liked that a lot. I I, I found it to be the most menacing of all. That's all like a that's kind of what I would imagine like at the in the arena, you know. Yes. Yes, you're yeah. walking by. He doesn't see you. He's doing something behind the wall or something like that. And you, and you hear the... Exactly. Sinister, foreboding. Yes. Yes. I'd like to hear him do it again and keep that same tone, but use a little uh, a little voice to it instead of just whisper tone. Right, we need some, like... I'm not going to embarrass myself, so I'm not... Yeah, sure. Just like that. Yeah. Sure. Just like that. So, um... Oh, and, and I... You guys have talked to Casey, but I don't, I don't know if, uh, if he's mentioned this to you, but all of us have uh, taken our turn at the microphone providing zombie noises. No. Yeah. I don't I know the, uh, the, the one zombie, like, growl or whatever you want to call it, where, the one where it sounds like one of them's, like, calling them. I know that's Casey, right? Like, yelling mm-hmm. into it like a Tupperware container. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the the one of the um, what do they call them the um, the big one or the whatever. Yeah, what, there's a name for them. Skittles has a name for them. Um, oh, uh, the behemoths. Skittles. Behemoths, yeah, yeah. Skittles. But, Jim, yeah. what do you think about Skittles? I just have to ask you. Well, you know, um, I, I know you guys have a have an anti Skittles campaign going on. <laughs> that and Ke- Kehlani, get him out of here. Right, well, Kalani's just such a kiss ass. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but um, Skittles is uh, Skittles is okay. I, I like the idea of this sort of like uh, a bit dere- not more than a bit, just this deranged lone survivor. It's just a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the fact that he sort of can't communicate completely with other people, I, I kind of like it. Okay. I like what is it? What is it that you don't like about Skittles? I forget. Well, the name, the name. <laughs> Just the name. I think of the, I think of bad Xbox conferences and candies. I, I, he's up to something. I don't, I don't like his speech pattern. He's up to something. He's, he's yeah, there's, he's, there's more to me. I don't know. You know something I don't know, please. I, I really don't. I wish I did. You know what? As a matter of fact, I do. I'm just not telling anyone. <laughs> oh. No, I, oh. I really have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Well, um, so, we're, so I like, I like, but back to the zombie voices. Um, yeah, right. Um, so I, I don't know who I'd pick. I think. Oh, well, we don't, we're not picking anybody just yet. Oh, we just kind of, this, these, are these are our I'm, first three. I'm three. sure by next week we will have a staggering yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. You guys are mean. You're just mean. No, we, we need to get a Jim doing a Michael, a promo for our zombie. Do you want to be killed by Michael Cross? That's good. <laughs> what was that? Your impersonation of me? Is that what that was? It, oh, I, I thought that was you talking. I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize that was Brittany doing you. I'm sorry. Thank you, Greg. No Thank problem. you very much. Uh, he is very kind to you, Brittany. Very, very kind. Yeah, he's a good kid. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, send more of those. Even if you sent them, send us more. We need more. Yeah. 
Or, Where should they send them, Brittany? They should send them to we're not dead podcast at gmail.com, preferably MP3 format. So if you're Matt, or if you're April, or if you're, who was the last Neil. one? Neil. Neil. And you were listening, and you heard the critique, you know, get back to the mic and start to pick it up. There you go. Yeah, we're just giving you direction. We're just giving you direction on where we think your zombie fits in the hierarchy of war a lot. Right. It gives right. you a little leg up over the competition, kids. Right. Because we want you to be a part of this podcast that we can't be a part of. Wait a minute. I'm the only one that's not a part of it. Hmm. I know. That's a shame. It's a hmm. shame. But, you know, not many people get this close to the stars like you are. Right. That, that so, is you know, true. You're right here. Uh-huh. You're walking the red carpet pretty much with I me. I am. And Paparazzi I'll everywhere. Some- it's brilliant. <laughs> Well, okay, so that's that. Uh, next, we have some fan mail, okay, or listener mail. I don't know if we should be too uh, stuck up to call them fans. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is yeah. episode two. This is, <laughs> this is the first one that's actually listenable. We have about six people listening to us right now instead of three compared to last week. Hey, I'm a listener. So, we're on I listen to the first one. I'll definitely listen to this one because I'm on it. I got that ego thing going on. So. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, you figure we're probably going to talk about you every week. Yep. So yes. there's always some reason to, yeah, you want to know what we think of Michael this time, oh. or what's going on with him and Pegs, what they're going to name the baby. <laughs> you thought of Greg for a boy or Brittany for a girl. Absolutely. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. that's my part in the show, Brittany. I'm their child. <laughs> do you do a little baby baby cries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, first question from Grant. Whenever we encounter other people, they always seem to be more prepared, more knowledgeable, but they still die. Why do you think this is? Uh, I guess he's talking about... Um, <laughs> I like how he put it, like, whenever we encounter other people. <laughs> he's, he's asking Michael in, like, the meeting at the tower, excuse me, whenever we encounter other people, they always seem like they have their shit together and then they die. What's up with that? <laughs> Oh, oh God! Um, I'm assuming he. I'm trying to think of who he could be talking about. Uh, Samantha. Yeah, I think from the arena. Samantha, yeah. She just died out of pure bad luck. Stupid yeah, Kalani, I mean, that bastard. He hasn't died yet. He was supposed to die, but he was like passed out or some shit, and then the zombies were like, "Ugh, we don't want him." Right. Well, you know, what? I he think sick. They want. If I had the, if zombies, I, want the game. Go ahead. That was it. No, it was just my. That was it. Okay. One, I had one line. I was just gonna. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, I was just going to say, if, if I were to, if I were like some sort of uh, 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 critic, and I were dissecting that whole sort of segment with uh, Datu, Kalani, and, and Samantha, I would say that uh, from a thematic standpoint, the reason that Samantha didn't survive was that she had a fatalist attitude, whereas Datu had a never-say-die attitude, and that's what ah. kept him alive. Interesting. Even though I like she, that. even though she knew more about what was going on, her attitude was there's no way out. And of course, Datu's was there's always a way out. I have faith, and of course, mm-hmm. he survived and she didn't. Very nice. I like that. I like it. Okay, he has the second part. When Tattoo got in, obviously he's talking about the guy that pretended to be Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him Tattoo though. <laughs> he. He presumably had the strength to cause the major havoc, but went along more of a spy's path until he got caught. Do you think he was looking for something or someone? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, I think he was just trying to get into as many people as he could, right? Like, yeah. get as deep as he could into the compound. He yeah. had them all cornered and everything, so maybe that was his plan. He was going to sting after he got them all cornered. You know, I, I that's, don't know. that's really an interesting question, and, I, and mm-hmm. it's interesting to me because... 
I do know that this, well, at least Casey drops hints constantly about, hey, there's stuff you guys don't know, blah, blah, blah. And um, mm-hmm. he thinks he's real cute. And, um, <laughs> and uh, but uh, I know also that Casey has a definitive end for the series in mind. Like, a, a, like he's got it mapped out. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were some crossover between, you mm-hmm. know, the tattooed speaking zombie and maybe the Maulers or who knows, man. He's got it all mapped out. Yeah, I have a feeling he's going to hit us with an insane twist pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. I uh, can't so, wait. Yeah, why, you know, why'd you say it like that? You know something. No, I don't. I wish I did. It's, it's because oh. I have the same wish and desire. Like, I don't know who the mole is. I think it's Angel, but I don't know. <gasps> you, Not Angel. You heard Anybody but Angel. I think it's Angel. I don't know. But then, but then Angel has some things that he says. Oh, but that would play back into what you were talking about last week, that Scratch and him had a previous relationship. Right. That's, they were totally blinking. Totally. I think totally. That, I think that, yeah, and, I, you know, she was in jail, so he had something to do with the jail, too. I, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. I'm but, totally convinced he has a sketchy past. Totally convinced. Um, so. Oh, there was, you know what, I, I did notice a fan question. Can I can I digress and go back to the Absolutely, part the yep. There was one fan question that was like, well, uh, I, uh, will Bert ever uh, step down as the leader? Will Michael ever come back as the leader? Or will Angel be the leader? Well, uh, bulletin, bulletin. Angel can barely handle Kalani, if you've been listening to the show. <laughs> so, so Angel's not going to be the leader anytime soon. And I don't know this, because I said I don't, you know, I don't really know what the future holds. But I do know that when the, when the, when the show began, it's Michael that's narrating. So don't be surprised if something happens and Bert steps down or is taken down and Michael steps back into the position of sort of like the leadership. I hope so. I think Michael's just, I mean, I like Bert, but I just don't like him as the leader. I don't know. Yeah, th- th- that bridge is either going to be mended or Bert's going to die. <gasps> like, that's how it's got to go, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't want Bert to die, though. Oh, of course not. No, you know, nobody wants Bert. Bert's only like 52 or 53 years old. Do you know that? Yeah. I um, thought he was, like, pushing, like, 60s or something, like, or maybe 60 or something. It's that hard marine lifestyle. It takes it out of you. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Well, Brittany, you'll know when you finish your whiskey drinking and your smoking smoking phase, you'll sound just the same, (laughs) so it's cool. (laughs) Okay, so, like, tomorrow I'll sound just like that then. (laughs) Right. That's exactly right. (laughs) Um, I have a third proposition for you, Greg, that, um, that, that maybe the bridge isn't completely mended but he still steps down. And then there's tension mm. again. But why would he step down? Well, I mean, I, there's got to be some failing, I guess, while everybody's away. I mean, that's the other thing, too. We don't really know what's going on right now. Back mm-hmm. in the home base. Know, Michael comes back, popular appeal. The, 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 the tower decides to vote, like, becomes a democracy, and they decide to vote. Who knows? I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here, but I think no, yeah, yeah. it would be more interesting if there was still some tension between Michael and Bert, no matter which way the pendulum swing. Bert is the leader. Michael is the leader. I'm T. Michael. T. Michael. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Tom writes, just a quick question. What character or characters do you think they're going to kill off next? I'm thinking it's going to be Kelly since she has become such a likable character this season. Probably saving Kalani's fat ass. (laughs) P.S. Greg needs to find something like Scoop or Beyond to yell during these podcasts. I agree. We do need a catchphrase for War Alive, but I haven't come up with one yet. I don't know. 
They 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 germinate from you know the show. So we'll we'll, we'll go come in. up with course, some. This is only episode two. Exactly. We got plenty of time. Plenty of time. If you have a catchphrase, you can write it into the email address, which is what, Brittany? We're not dead podcast at gmail.com. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, who came up with the with the name "We're Not Dead"? I love it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'd like to take credit for it. I don't know. Casey, Shane, and I were talking a lot around that period huh. of time, and I'll just take credit for it because that makes me look cool. <laughs> Cooler. Cooler. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, I hope they kill Kalani. That's all I know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah just Kalani. His time's come. Everybody's annoyed with him. But then again, I don't know. We all said the same thing about Kelly. And but, I mean, it'd be a little obvious if they killed Kalani, because I think they all know, Casey and Shane, that everyone kind of hates Kalani. And well, that's, kinda, that's supposed to happen, right? Right. They need that character that you can't stand. And, you know, the story's pretty much written out already, so... It's, it is going to be what they had planned. So, who knows? Listen to this scenario. Tell me what you, what you think, Brittany. Okay. Kalani gets killed off. Howl of freaking uh, the, right, the rest of the gang gets back to the tower, and then Bert really doesn't have his second-in-command anymore. Ooh. And then there's a power shift, and the, the bridge is mended, like you said, mm-hmm. Greg. And then they're all okay. one big happy family, but the, the enemy now comes from the outside, not from the inside. It's oh. Maulers, or it's, you know, it's, well, I can't tell you what's, I do know what's going to happen in the next installment, because we've recorded it, so oh. I can't tell you, but it becomes very, very interesting very soon. Well, Good, because I mean, I've been bored off my ass I know, lately. this podcast know. God, sucks. zombies and, and <laughs> sex. Oh, no, but I mean, for, for, for Michael and Kelly and Pegs, it's going to become very, very interesting very soon. Teasers! Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the outside evil has always been with the Maulers, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I just want Kalani dead. That's all you know, I really care about. This. <laughs> and the guy who plays, plays him is Kevin, and Kevin's just the nicest guy. So I Oh, I bet he's a great person. So if I see Kevin, I shouldn't punch him in the face because he's no. not like Kalani. No. No. Hello. You're like as soon as Kalani's dead, well, Kevin, I'm here. You like those old women that watch soap operas and go up to the woman and slap them in the street. You're such a hussy. Leave him alone. <laughs> the woman, it's a character I play on a soap opera. Oh, yes. Well, you just you just keep away from him. Like that. See, I just totally imagine Michael doing that, like in that little voice and everything. <laughs> he totally needs a bitch slap angel. That'd be so funny. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay, so this is kind of like, uh, what would you do? Adam writes, hello, on another podcast recently, Mr. Miller talked to Mr. Miller. He calls you Mr. Miller. Yeah, that's the respect I, uh, an internet D-list celebrity like myself gets. (laughs) (laughs) Talked a little bit about his zombie survival plan. And what I understand, his fate is in the store Pertillo. Pertillo? What? Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, my dog is named Pertillo, uh, and I love him dearly. He's a cute little wiener dog. But he, like, my plan is pretty much to hold myself up, make it so I have, you know, I'm basically do or die kind of thing, lock myself up, block off the entrances, turn off the elevator, stuff like that. But if zombies were to infiltrate my apartment building, get all the way up to my floor, I'd still be bunkered down, but my dog barks at every, like, knock. <laughs> he can see me knock on the counter, and he'll bark at it. So I, I've confessed <laughs> that if it got down to it, I would have to toss him over the balcony. <laughs> oh, no, with a parachute, right? No, 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 no. It's for his own good. He doesn't want to live in this world, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have to worry about him either. Oh, well, he wants to... It would break my heart. It's he not wants... an easy decision, I'll have you know. But no, it's something I've thought, I've, I've thought through, I'm prepared if it happens. 
Okay. I'm, I'm glad. You could always nuzzle him, but um, that makes <laughs> that's okay. Uh, he wanted you to elaborate more on your plan, but you did. And he wants to know if we, Jim and I, have any plans. So For the zombie apocalypse? Yes. Yeah, the outbreak. Go, Jim. Uh, yes. Uh, I plan to just run out there with a kitchen knife and get down swinging. There you go. What are you going to do? You know? What I'm going to do... In a hundred years, we're all going to be gone, so it doesn't really matter that much. You might as well tap out now, but go out swinging. Yeah. He's that idiot that went after the zombies with a kitchen knife. <laughs> That's and a then I, I actually I picked up a butter knife instead of a sharp knife. I'm an idiot. A butter knife. A plastic knife, if you will. <laughs> or That'd a be even better. butter knife. <laughs> okay, what, what's your plan, Brittany? Uh, I would hole up in a Costco. That's what I would do. <laughs> go ahead. You laugh, but when this thing no, no. strikes, I'm going to outlive both of y'all bastards. Just no way. I will totally live longer than you. Whatever. You're going to be holed up. You're going to go to Costco. Yes, no one else is going to think to go to a grocery store and knock down the doors and get any supplies they can. Hey, we can work together or I'll kill them. It's simple as that. Okay? No. You're going to be locked up in your little apartment with your dog dead out your window yep. because you threw it over. A bathtub full of water. As soon as this happens, everybody stop up your drains and fill them with water. So you got, Where'd you, you learn that own? from, Greg Miller? Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't we're alive. If that's what you're dropping at, it's yes, been. It was. No, it was not. I trust Stop me, you lying. Mr. Gleason. I have had many zombie plans, and I assure you, making sure I had pools of water was always one of them. Mm-hmm. No, but see, that's how it'll go. I'll just enter Costco, and if anyone opposes me, I'll kill him. But I'll have an entire warehouse full of like food and like TVs and generators, and it'll be amazing. And you guys aren't welcome I... now because you. Don't when like you, my plan. When you, said what, when you said what you said, I laughed, but not because I didn't like your plan. It's because you were so smart and you would totally outlive me. That's why I laughed. Well, yeah, I think anyone would outlive you. I'm not going out with a plastic butter knife. Except Jason. for patient zero, everyone's going to outlive you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, so that's my plan. Uh, so come with me in the apocalypse. Um... Oh, so we, last week Greg and I were discussing, because our podcast is about a podcast. So we were like, okay, so 20 years from now, there's going to be a podcast about a podcast, about our podcast, or something like that. And we wanted Uh names for that future podcast. Right. You guys following? Yeah. Um, Leo wrote a few suggestions. Uh, We're not necromorphs. (laughs) 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 We are non-zombies, and we're tired of Kalani. Not um, bad. Not bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just okay. That was it. All right. Oh, okay. That that was that was it. I think we're not conceived would be really good. We're not conceived. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see here. All right. Hey, Greg, Brittany, and potential guests. Guest. Okay. Sorry for the obvious yes. one, but how do you think the outbreak started, and did it start in multiple places all over the world, or was the starting point in California? And this is from Cutter T. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. First of all, interesting name. I like the name Cutter T. That's cool. That's awesome. It's better than John. Right. Good. John. Um, I think it probably. Uh, well, I think it's if I had to come up with my own sort of scenario, I would say that it was a medical, uh, probably a military uh, experiment gone bad. It was a virus or something, you know, some sort of germ warfare that the military was experimenting with. 
Totally. And mm-hmm. it, it was localized to California and spread. Because to say that it sort of broke out in France and, you know, <laughs> India and California is just kind of silly that it would all happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I th- no, that's kind of what mm-hmm. I was thinking, too. But, yeah, I think, um, it's, I think so. it's a mutagen, right? Because it's changing mm-hmm. people's skins, it's giving them abilities, it's changing their body type. So it's mutating them somehow. And uh, it does right. definitely sound like something you'd want to drop on an enemy, or even if they were trying to experiment and make some kind of super soldier serum that went wrong. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Resident Evil. Um, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and he wants to know, why aren't there any animal zombies? Mm. Mm. Uh, I, mean, I mean, go ahead. Even more example, right, that it's probably biological, some kind of uh, warfare mutagen, that it's, t- it's you know... It's, it starts from a human piece of DNA, right? Like, that's how they're sitting down, they're working on a virus or whatever, they're trying to program it for a very specific cause, it gets out of hand, and it, you know, it can't jump species like that. Well, the chimps should have it then, because there's only like 2% of the DNA between us and the chimp that's different, so... Alright, well then, drive, next, go get another boat, and drive it to Chimp Island and see what's going on. <laughs> or visit the local zoo, you could do that. Too. Oh, that's easier, I guess, than Chimp Island, sure. No, I really love Chimp Island. I haven't been there in it's so long. It's beautiful this time of year. Can I be completely honest? What the hell is Chimp Island? Is that even a real thing? No, it's not a real thing. <laughs> I don't know, you crazy Californians. It's off, it's off the coast when. of Santa Monica. <laughs> Shut up, Greg. <laughs> oh god. No, Ch- Chimp Island does not exist. Yeah, I don't know except what crazy your, con- except in your head, Brittany. Crazy concoctions you Californians have. I don't even know. Whatever. Hey, I'm from New Orleans. How dare you? Mm. <laughs> and actually, um, I'm originally from Chicago. Don't hey, Brittany. Oh. Don't Greg Miller, don't even. Okay. okay what a game. I just tell you about this. So, Greg and I were kind of talking smack cuz the Seahawks and the Bears played last weekend. And it's something I've erased from my memory. However, Greg has decided to bring it back up again. It was, it was just, the NFL was just a flutter with, oh, yes, these Seahawks and their terrible record. But look, they, they're continuing on in the playoffs. They're soldiering through. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. Look, look at them now. Yeah. Well, they were lucky to meet my team when we had all of our starters on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we still almost beat them. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Whatever you. Whatever. Hey, when it's you, okay. When you guys, when you guys, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, it, oh wait, no, hey, you didn't. You never. The refs have. won that Super Bowl. Don't even open that old wound, please. That was a. But when, when you look at the Lombardi Trophy that the Seahawks had, oh wait, no, that, that's. Are you done? Burn. Are you done? <laughs> I'm not even calling I'm you. I'm not now. even calling you Mr. Gleason anymore. You've lost our respect oh. for me. You're just a gym now. Oh, oh, that hurts. Okay. That still that stings. Yeah, it should. Um, final question: Why do you think the colored one is in charge? Was he one of the original ones? Is he just clever, or is he serving some mightier being? Being, not the a ta- being. The tattooed. The, 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 yeah. Tattooed. The tattooed one. Uh, I think he is. He got the luck of the draw with the intelligence factor. Hmm. Makes sense. You know what I mean? It's I mean, it's kind of like Gremlins too. too. Where, you remember, yeah. there was all the different kind of brain juices and plant juices and all that biological. This is where I first learned about, obviously, biochemistry. Uh, it's where I did, my, did most of my study. The documentary. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was all based on facts that John Glover, I think, came up with. So, <laughs> I think that's pretty much how it happens, right? It, it jumps around. It does its own thing. Gives everybody a different kind of ability. That's why you get these jumpers. You get the, you get the yep. brutes, the screamers. Yep. The behemoths. Yeah. 
Well, I think I think that the reason the tattooed guy is sort of the leader or whatever is because he got, you know, he has a couple of little brain cells in there that weren't destroyed. So do you think Bert's theory on the smarter you were in life, the smarter you are as a zombie, do you think that's legit? Or do you think it has something to do just specifically with what chemicals you were injected with or whatever? Well, as as Jim Gleason, I say, anything is possible. As Michael Cross, I would say Bert's full of shit. <laughs> we need to get Mr. Bert on here next. <laughs> He's a good dude. Scott's a good dude. You, you'll have a blast with him, too. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's about it. So, um, to wrap things up, members, send us your zombie growls to we're not dead podcast at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes. Tell all your friends about us because we are awesome. That's true. So, Tell them about We're Alive too. Zombiepodcast.com. Go yeah, to the boards. Check out, too. Check out that there. show. Check out yeah. the forums. Yes. Talk about stuff. So, it's a good show. Yeah. So, Jim Gleason, <laughs> hope you've had a good time on the podcast. I absolutely have. Thank you so much for making me your first guest. I feel very honored. Well, you know, we figured we should start with the underdog. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Wait a second. Uh, you got me there, No, you know, Michael's not, he's the star of the show, but, you know, he's kind of stepped down a little bit. He's playing the pansy card. Keep listening. All right. You heard it here first. All right. Okay, so <laughs> for Greg, for me, and for Jim, thank you very much, and we'll talk about We're Not Dead next week or something. <laughs> nice sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> I totally lost it. It was. was talking- Damn it. Good start, bad <laughs> And ending. I got distracted oh. with something. We so. went a, let me, we went a let whole me, hour. Perfect. Let me, no, let, let, me, see, let me do this. Look sign. how awesome it is now. No. And it, okay, go ahead, Gleason. Go for it. Okay. For Brittany, for Greg, and for myself, Jim Gleason, Michael Cross, thanks for tuning in to We're Not Dead. Yeah, show off. All right. There it is. Yeah, okay. Bye. <laughs> for all your so fish mis- tank needs. We're Not Dead, a podcast about a story of survival.